This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News Headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Let'sTalkIdeas.org, your budget-friendly custom design firm in Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. United Nation authorizes $5 million for Haitians hit by gang violence. Mexican president backs end to U.S. remain in Mexico immigration policy. Chinese defense firm takes over lifting Venezuelan oil for debt relief. U.S. Department of Interior approves $226.1 million in rum cover-over tax for U.S. Virgin Islands. Inter-American Development Bank to help modernize Latin America and Caribbean postal services. And study ranks Jamaica second highest in human flight and brain drain in the world. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, August 26. We start a report today with a look at Haitian gang violence. HaitiNews.net via Voice of America reports that the United Nations has allocated $5 million from its Central Emergency Response Fund to address Haiti's growing destitution caused by gang violence. UN aid agencies say that since July, nearly 500 people have been killed in clashes between gangs in Haiti's Sitsule, an extremely poor and densely populated area in the capital of Port-au-Prince. The UN Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs estimates nearly 280,000 people are trapped by the fighting. The agency warns conditions are worsening as growing violence is keeping people from food, drinking water, and health care. The Office of the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs spokesman says the money released by the Central Emergency Response Fund will help underfunded humanitarian agencies respond to Haitians' immediate needs. He acknowledges that $5 million is a small amount, but says it is a critical amount of money right now. The World Food Program says nearly half of Haiti's population some 4.4 million people are going hungry. The Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs warns that the outlook for an estimated 4.9 million Haitians in need of humanitarian assistance is not promising. The Office of Coordination further notes that the United Nations has received just 14% of the 373 million it needs for its life-saving operations this year. In related news, CARICOM leaders meet in Haiti for talks with Haitian President Henry. The St. Kitts Nevis Observer via CMC reports that CARICOM leaders held a special meeting over the situation in Haiti where crime and political instability are seriously affecting the socioeconomic development of the French-speaking CARICOM member country. St. Vincent and the Grenadines Prime Minister Dr. Ralph Gonzalez told Caribbean Media Corporation that the meeting provided the regional leaders the opportunity to discuss and update the Haitian Prime Minister Dr. Ariel Henry on the decision taken during the CARICOM summit in Suriname last month. 
The meeting was held amid the ongoing second regional agri-investment and forum expo too. Gonzalez said that while a decision had been taken for a CARICOM-led technical mission to visit Port-au-Prince for talks with all stakeholders there, no date yet has been finalized, even as Prime Minister Henry has reiterated that he wants CARICOM to be very much involved. Gonzalez said plans are also being formulated for a meeting to be held in the Bahamas that would follow the technical mission's visit. The meeting in Nassau is expected to be attended by stakeholders from Haiti, the African Union, Francophone countries, as well as communities for Latin America and Caribbean states, and the Organization of American States, among others, Gonzales added. The leaders had urged that the process should be pursued to ensure a Haitian-owned resolution and encourage all stakeholders to participate and welcome the possible acceptance of international observers, including CARICOM, to accompany the dialogue process. Now on to a look at the U.S. Remain in Mexico immigration policy. HaitiNews.net via Chinua News reports that Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador on Wednesday said he backed the U.S. decision to end its controversial Remain in Mexico policy, which forced asylum seekers of all nationalities to wait in Mexico while their cases were being processed in the United States. During his daily press conference, Lopez Obrador referred to a U.S. Supreme court ruling in late June that validated U.S. President Joe Biden's move to end the initiative, which was put in place by Biden's predecessor, Donald Trump. Now that the court has decided that those who request asylum in the United States can wait in the United States, we see it as a good thing, Lopez Obrador told reporters at the National Palace in Mexico City. It is an internal decision of the U.S. government. We never accepted turning ourselves into a so-called third country, a migrant camp for waiting until things are resolved in the United States, he added. Mexico and the United States have been facing an unprecedented immigration crisis in recent years as poverty and violence exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic drive tens of thousands of mostly Central American migrants north in search of work. In other news, a Chinese defense firm takes over lifting Venezuelan oil for debt relief. Sinkis Nevis Observer via Reuters reports that China has entrusted a defense-focused state firm to ship millions of barrels of Venezuelan oil despite U.S. sanctions. This is part of a deal to offset Caracas' billions of dollars in debt to Beijing, according to three sources and tanker tracking data. China National Petroleum Corp. stopped carrying Venezuelan oil in August 2019 after Washington tightened sanctions on the South American exporter, but it continued to find its way to China via traders who rebranded the fuel. Since November 2020, China Aerospace Science and Industry Corp. has been carrying Venezuelan crude on three tankers it acquired that year from PetroChina, China National Petroleum Corp. listed vehicle, the source said. 
The oil is stored on a tank farm. It is also took over from PetroChina, the source said. The three China Aerospace Science and Industry Corp tankers load in Venezuela with the transponders active following third-party tracking econ data showed. The firm has taken 13 cargoes carrying a total of about 25 million barrels of oil, including two vessels due to arrive in China in September. According to the loading schedule of Venezuelan state oil firm Petavisa and tanker tracking data, the 13 shipments worth about 1.5 billion at formula prices for Venezuela's flagship grade, Mary Crude, were declared crude oil at Chinese customs without specifying origin, said one of the sources. According to the report, all three sources spoke on the condition of anonymity due to the sensitivity of the matter. The report also states that the U.S. Treasury Department, which enforces sanctions, declined to comment. Now we head to the U.S. Virgin Islands for a look at the rum cover over tax payment. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports that the U.S. Department of the Interior Office of Insular Affairs announced the approval of payment of $226.1 million to the U.S. Virgin Islands. The advance payments represent 2023 estimated rum tax cover-over payment for the U.S. Virgin Islands. U.S. Assistant Secretary for Insular and International Affairs, Carmen Cantor said, these funds are critical to the governments in the U.S. Virgin Islands to help address important needs. According to the Interior, under the revised Organic Act, of the Virgin Islands. Any excise tax collected on U.S. Virgin Islands manufactured rum imported into the mainland United States is transferred to or cover over to the U.S. Virgin Islands. The U.S. Virgin Islands government submits an advance estimate of rum excise taxes to the Office of Insular Affairs on an annual basis so that a payment can be made by September of each year. The fiscal year 2023 advance payment to the U.S. Virgin Islands government was calculated using the $10.50 per proof gallon rate since the $13.25 per proof gallon rate expired as of December 31, 2021. The Assistant Secretary for Insular and International Affairs and the Office of Insular Affairs carry out the Secretary of the Interior Responsibilities for the U.S. Territories of American Samoa, Guam, the Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Now for a look at moves to modernize Latin America Caribbean Postal Services. The Sinkitz Nevis Observer via CMC reports that the Inter-American Development Bank says that it has signed an agreement with the Universal Postal Union to modernize and transform postal services in Latin America and the Caribbean. It said the aim is to promote regional integration and trade, strengthen value change, and foster the digital economy. Postal services have unique advantages to facilitate trade, including a network that can reach remote areas, transaction logistics, and linkages with other postal services and key actors in the trade process, such as customs and airlines. The Inter-American Development Bank said improving these services across the region can lead to increased commerce and help develop the digital economy, especially for small and medium-sized firms, which 
account for about 99% of businesses in Latin America and the Caribbean. Inter-American Development Bank President Mauricio Caron said, we are thrilled to announce our partnership with the Universal Postal Union, which puts into practice our shared vision on the potential of modern postal services to boost the regional connectivity, trade and value chains, all priorities of Vision 2025, the Inter-American Development Bank's agenda for driving inclusive growth. The Inter-American Development Bank said the partnership will allow it to support countries as they incorporate the international guidelines and standards issued and promoted by the Universal Postal Union. The institutions will also collaborate in researching data on trends and identifying existing gaps in postal services. The agreements include sharing best practices and expertise from the modernization of postal services at the global level, which can be adapted and replicated in the region. And for a final note, a new study has ranked Jamaica the second highest in human flight and brain drain in the world. Jamaica Information Service reports that the severity of the migration of talent from Jamaica in search of opportunities overseas has been highlighted by the island's second place ranking on a new human flight and brain drain index. Receiving the final score of 9.1 index points, Jamaica ranks second behind Samoa, which scored a perfect 10 on the list of 177 countries compiled by research site theglobaleconomy.com. The countries on the index are ranked based on data gathered between 2007 and 2022, with zero being the lowest score and 10 being the highest. The higher the index, the greater the human displacement, the global economy said, adding that its indicator considers the economic impact of human displacement and the consequences this may have on a country's development. The data used to arrive at the final index point is collected from central banks, national authorities, the World Bank, United Nations, International Monetary Fund, among other agencies, the site said. Jamaica's poor scoring on the index comes on the heels of a number of teachers exiting local classrooms for higher salaries overseas. Haiti, with a score of 8.2, and Guyana, 8.1, were ranked as 9th and 10th place, respectively, on the index. The least affected Caribbean island by brain drain is the Bahamas, which received a score of 4.3 index points and a placement of 120. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, August 26th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.